Hey everybody, I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Welcome Songtown, Clay Mills here. In today's episode, singer-songwriter Brian Davis stops by the studios to talk about his career as a songwriter and an artist. He's not only written hits for artists as huge as Lee Bryce and Brantley Gilbert, Billboard toppers, he's also one of those rare cats that can write a great song but can also tell you his approach and share his knowledge on songwriting. So I'm excited for you to get to meet Brian. Let's jump on in it. told you this but the day that song came out yeah uh first time i heard it i called up your, one of your co-writers billy montana oh, yeah and i was like dude this is a smash oh, and you, um man. he was like yeah fingers crossed and i don't think it took off right away did it or no it didn't but i, I knew it was gonna take yeah off. no it, it was well the funny thing is is the song before it was such a smash that one of them girls yeah. man and so they were having trouble getting radio <sighs> to get off of that to start this one so we we had to be patient and which is a hard thing for you know when you're sitting on go like that to, to not see it just you know so but it was uh it, it did man it did amazing and, and we're so grateful to be part of it so. yeah so that was we were talking earlier and you were talking about how songwriting has evolved into different you have some days you set out to write for radio mm -hmm. some days maybe for streaming yeah um so that was definitely a radio day. <laughs> yeah, that was, well, you know, what's funny is I found, man, that, that if I write for, if I think about the people first, it makes it easy because then the connection is there, right? And then then try to try to frame that into what radio would want to play, you know? And so, I mean, when we wrote it, we wrote it a lot like you just heard it. and and But then Lee got in the studio with it and he's such a great, he and Ben Glover and Kyle are such great producers. And so so they, they framed it into what radio would want to, Grind, you know, grind on and make it, make it a thing out of. So the groove started way past us writing. We were just writing something we loved, and we knew right. the melody was amazing. We just, we just felt like it was, it was just God went here, you go, boys, kind of moment, you know. And we yeah. were just grateful to be part of it. But, but then seeing it, it take shape, and then here on the radio and going, oh, now I see 
we could without that groove, all those little cool things that the yeah. musicians, all that stuff, man, just came together. And, and, and now we get to say we had another number one. So, yeah. which we're always grateful for. Man, take us back to the day that you started writing that song. Because from what I understand, it wasn't all written in a, in one no, day. No, but no. just tell me the whole process. So yeah, so I mean, you know, you're you you you've killed it too. So you understand like the game. And but it's like I I'm always listening to conversations. I'm always you know writing ideas down in my phone. And and so Lee and I were were uh, out and, and uh, Lee Bryce. Yeah, Lee Bryce. Yes, yeah. Yeah, Lee Bryce and I were out and. Um, we had been we'd worked on a few things and just didn't really have anything we thought was we had a couple of things we were like that's pretty cool but we don't know you know and so we were on the way back in and, and I was just digging at this point I'm going deep and I mean two years deep in my phone on ideas and I just see this one and I go oh this, I forgot about this and so so we, oh dude I got this idea man and um and I said uh, I said I was just like it's just kind of I got this little piece of I don't know if it's anything yet or not but I was like I, you know that's a memory I don't mess with like I just had this little thing and he was like. Just thought, you know, if you ever spend any time with Lee, you know, he goes, oh, dude, <laughs> what? And so he's like, do it again. That's why I said it again or whatever. And then, and then he was like, that's a single on my next record. And I'm like, you, you, before you even read, yeah, that, but yes. that's the kind of thing. He's a vision guy. Yeah, so for yeah. him, he was like, oh, I see how this could work. And so, so then we kind of, we kind of carved out a, a chorus on it. And then, then we parted ways. We had, we got back to town. And, and so, uh, so then, uh, then a year later, we forget, totally forget about it, and Lee forgets about it, and then so. So this is a year, a, a year after later. the first two years you had the idea. Yes, and then yeah. a year later, after you wrote a chorus. Yes, <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, man, and that that kind of got me to a point which I I, I think if we would have done it any other way, we would have missed it. Like honestly, I feel like like the way it went down was was just how it was supposed to go down. But but again, got busy, we forgot about it for a year. And we're out, and honestly, I'm out with Lee doing a lot more work, man. We're out riding a ton all the time, but it just it just never surfaced again. And then we were down in Texas, and Billy and I and we're out on the road with him, and Billy Montana and I, and, and uh, he, uh, we had been working on stuff, and we had some cool things. But then Lee, and this is the fourth show he had been. I mean, you know, if you see a Lee show, man, you know he goes after it, man. He doesn't leave anything in the case, and yeah. and so this is night four of a run, and he comes back on the bus, and um, and he. Billy was like, I don't know what Billy was doing, but he, Lee and I were standing by the sink area, and Billy, and Lee was like, hey, dude, you know what we should do tonight? Since Billy's here. And I was like, and I don't even know, because I had not thought about it, but I was like, finish that memory thing? And he was like, yes. <laughs> so then he goes over to Billy and goes, Billy, just say just say thank you. <laughs> he uh -huh. starts ribbing him. Yeah, he is. Like, so, so then Billy's like, what? And he was like, well, we got this chorus, man. And and so we played the chorus for him and it still wasn't arranged correct yet. So, right. so, uh, but then, so we played the, what we had as the chorus at the time and Billy was like, Oh, I can't get on that, man. You guys have already got that. And we're like, nah, man, we, we need you on this. And so he then, and you've heard Billy's story probably, but Billy's like, they brought this chorus to me that was a monster chorus. And so I was like, I can't mess this up. And so he got, goes over in the corner, like at the bus or in the front lounge of the bus rolling down the road. And and meanwhile, me and Lee are going back and forth on, hey, dude, do you think it should be, you know, the, we were just reorganizing the lines left and right on the course, just trying to make the right order out of it. And right. they sounded good several different ways. So we were kind of over there just like kind of bickering back and forth with each other, like, I think it's this, I think it's that, whatever. And then Billy comes and interrupts us kind of with this, with this computer. And he goes, hey, guys, I think maybe this could be like verse one, maybe. And, and then Lee, again, like Lee is, I love this dude, man. But he's like, 
Oh, really? You got the verse? Okay. Let me see it. What would he go like? And he just picks his guitar and goes like, like, red leaves on the river, like that. Food sips. You know, he's just kind of messing with him. And he's like, yeah, kind of exactly like that. And then it just turned into, and then we, you know, we arced, we got the second verse done, talked about a bridge. And we're like, I don't know, man, what if we did one, what would it be like? And then so we were knocking it all out that night and then spent till five or six in the morning putting the demo together on it. And then shortly after, Lee went in and cut it and then. Uh, and then singled it, and here we are. So, so a year later, he still remembered that he said it was going to be a single. Yeah, I mean, it's great. <laughs> well, that's I'll tell you, like, I've, we're just finishing up his project right now, and he's made the same comment about about several off of the record that we've got coming up the same kind of way. And I'm just like, hey, dude, I've already seen the proof, so I believe you. And if it doesn't happen, that's cool, too. Yeah. I understand, but, like, he's already been like, this is, you know, so I'm like, okay. And they're, and they're now sitting up in that slot, in, the, in that in that single category. So, so we'll see, but, um, but uh, he's just, he's a great human being, man. And, and, and it's so nice to work with guys who can, who can sing like he does, you know what I mean? He can deliver a song, even just him and an acoustic. You know, he's about to go on, actually he's going on a tour, just him and a guitar wow. for like January, February of this year of 24. And I'm going to, I think I'm going to sneak out just to, from a selfish perspective, just go sit in the crowd and listen, you know what I mean? Be on the bus, but yeah. I'll go out in the crowd and listen because he's so great. But, but uh, yeah, so that song, when I first heard it, one thing that struck me, and later I asked Billy, and Billy goes, yeah, I was just channeling Bob Dylan. <laughs> and But the verse starts out kind of poetic, like red leaves on a river. Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah. was like, do you ever think about that stuff when you're writing, like, I got to keep it conversational, or can you get poetic, or... <sighs> How do, what goes through your mind when you're writing? Because we have a lot of aspiring writers yeah, out there. That... Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, well, for me, conversation first. I mean, I think, I think the conversation has to be there. If you can't communicate the point across, then then you miss anyway. So right. for me, it starts there, but then it moves into uh, into how colorful can I make those lines? How, how how much alliteration can I put in those lines? How many internal rhymes can I bust? Right. You know, all of those pieces of the puzzle start to show up after I kind of have a vision of the conversation, you know? And so, like, the, there's a song I wrote yesterday. Yesterday was a radio day for me. We kind of, that, that's, like, talking about, like, some days I write for streaming, sometimes I write for radio. For radio. It just kind of depends on the day. But yesterday was a radio day. And the idea that came up was a, was a very common phrase idea, which I love those. That's one of my favorite things because then you can take that common idea and you can put just a little different slant on it, you know what I mean? And so we, we managed to, to, to do that, but... When it got to the verses, the verses had a lot of this, a lot of similar like red leaves on the river, kind of interesting like pieces of furniture that are situated right. to get you to the point, you know. And so th- those are kind of my favorite. But if you can't get the point across, you know, the 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 real poetic stuff, you know, like, kind of sometimes can get in the way of that. So for me, I'm more of a meat and potatoes kind of guy when it comes down to it. But I'll also go back and fine tooth the lyric, you know, a hundred times to make sure that. First and foremost, the, did you get the cuzzes and the ands and the butts, all that stuff out of there if you can, or, or you know, or, yeah, or appropriately up. set up, right? And then, but then go back and go, man, is that line great or could it be better? You know what I mean? And so I kind of, I kind of tweak on stuff. And in my brain, I mean, you're a lot like me, I think, in regard to this, or I'm probably a lot like you, I should say, but, but, um, in the, in regard to, I'm always tweaking on it until it's done, done, until, until it's on the radio or until it's, until it's out of my hands totally or I can't do anything else with it or, or about it. At that point, like, so I, again, I was with, I was at Lee's studio yesterday, kind of going over a thing. And I was like, hey, bro, I, I was thinking about this. And he was in the middle of doing the vocal. And I was like, hey, I was thinking about this, man. 
you know, how do you feel about if we just, there's, I know it's going to be just a small change, but man, it could be so, so big to certain, to a certain demographic if they hear mm-hmm. it this way versus that way, you know? And he's like, you know what? Okay, cool. So it, it just, I don't know, for me, I'm always tweaking on it, but, um, but I do. And you're always thinking about, like you were saying earlier, the audience, because really a song is just a conversation between the singer and the audience. That's it, man. And, it. you know, if, so. if you don't have that in your mind as you're mm-hmm. writing, then, you know, how are you going to, how are you going to make that conversation real? Yeah. You know? And I think, I think too, like, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a country boy. I grew up in Carolina. So for me, it's pretty easy for me to get on, on my level of of country music because I, I, I feel like I'm writing for, like I always said when I was touring, like most people as an artist, your job is to kind of hold a, a giant mirror up and, in front of the crowd, in front of you, and but in front of the crowd. So the crowd can just hear your music and it reflects right back to them exactly what they are. That was the way I was, I kind of looked at that. But I always felt like just because of what I do for a living, I feel like I didn't have to hold a mirror. I could, I could just, just stand there because they, because what I, what I am is what they are. You know what I mean? I always felt like it was just a, such a connected moment. And so I always defer to them a hundred percent of the time. And so when, even when we toured as much as we did, I use that as like research time. Yeah. You know, cause I, cause I would take ideas and, and take, you know, I'd, I'd test songs out in a way that it was real time, you know, feedback. And, and, right. and, and they, they didn't know they were doing that. They were just enjoying the night. But to me, I'm going, OK. And there's a there's a, a percentage of you hear a song for the first time. You may only grab a few nuggets out of it. But the chorus is always. But if you can get the chorus, they're going to sing the chorus back the second time. Right. Then you got them. You right. got that. That song is going to be a mainstay in the world. And so I try to craft chorus is a lot like that where it's so so rhymy so hooky melodically you know or, or how a concept was to where it literally earworms into their brain and by the second time they may not know every word but they're out there going Dah. you know they're like they're already wanting to to get on board with it so by the time they hear it a second time you know when they get out they get it in their car or whatever in their truck and listen to it they'll they'll be right there with us next time we come to that town you know what i mean and that yeah. was kind of the thing and so um, but yeah, it, it's a writing is, it's an interesting thing, but it really boils down to a conversation. Yeah. And then you put up a great melody on it, I think, but yeah. And guys, he's not saying that he writes what the audience wants to hear. He's saying that he keeps them in mind, but I, what I think your ultimate goal is, or at least it is for me as a writer is you have an emotion inside of you and you want to say it in the way that the audience feels the same thing you're yes. saying. Yes. You're not just saying any old words to make them feel something. You're, no. you're trying to get what's in your own heart and make them feel that. Yes. And so you have to you have to work on both sides of the equation. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of writers just get lost in this. Like it's like a diary that they're just vomiting out. Yeah. You know? no, and not. And that's not going to engage the audience. No, no. The authenticity of it is the difference every time. Like I, and you know when you're doing like, like I know, like I've I've got like a set kind of core artist group that I know I serve well. So I couldn't go like for me I couldn't go write songs for a, for a Broadway play because I don't understand that's not that's not and that's nothing against that that's just not my thing that's not where I am. So I know what I do well and I do that right and I could and I I I, I make sure that. It is that I'm versed in what I'm discussing. But if Lee Bryce was to get 
a Broadway show. <laughs> Man, it and would be the says, worst Broadway we, show. We've got to, he's going to do a one-man show on Broadway <laughs> about country music. Oh, then, then yeah. yeah. Yeah, then, yeah, we may have, we may you have a shot at a broad, least, yeah, Broadway to a program. degree, but, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but you would still be doing what you knew. Exactly. And, and yeah, yeah, that's a big piece of it, man. And, I, and again, I can't stress enough just the authenticity of, of doing, I mean, everybody has a lane, you know, and, and I don't, I, again, I don't, I look at my my musical talent. I look at my my vocabulary. What I what I my passion about, and I write that stuff. You know, what I mean, and I know there's a, there's a there's a a demographic for that. You know, just like there's a a rock demographic that people just love. You know, and like an Airbnb. I mean, there are all those things. There's yeah. all those pieces of the puzzle that, and you could kind of. There's some guys who who can I think you know really cover a lot of genres, and so. But I think it starts with how with you and your your communicativeness or communitiveness and your ability to be authentic and how you operate that, you know. Yeah. So good communication works, I think, in any genre. Yeah. Being authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like for years, Carlos Santana would play on different people's albums, all different styles of music. Oh, but yeah. he said he always walked in. He's like, my job's to figure out how to be Carlos in this that. room today. Yep. You know, he's not well trying to go, oh, they're R&B. They're going to want to hear this. Like, yeah. he's like, how can I put myself into the conversation? Well so, done. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. I so, think that, and I think one other thing I, I, mm-hmm. I was thinking about a moment ago is like, once I get it, get like a thing together, I try to simplify it as much as I can. I try to, I try to get it down to as, as like simple of a, of a concept as possible. And then, because that's the thing too, is our attention span nowadays and the listeners' attention spans are so small. Like I was actually just pouring through this morning. I had like a, a little routine in the morning, but I was just kind of going through new boots on Spotify, just just listening, man. And, and you know, fifteen seconds of of a song, and yeah. then and there's a couple of songs, man, that made me go, I can't stop it at fifteen seconds. But I went through I went through several to get to those types, you know. And it was just like okay, but that's the thing, man. And and our listeners are no different than that. Our listeners are just click 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 until they, you know what I mean? They that's just how they operate, you know. They're just all they're doing is sometimes it's just mindless scrolling. Sometimes they're just listening mindless, mindlessly. But, but really, man, to get them to engage is the difference, and and to and to stand out in a in a, a literally a whole void of just noise. A lot of times, you know, yeah. is, is really a difficult thing to do. But simplicity and, and repetition in certain areas can make that happen too. So, yeah, I feel like there's a hundred thousand songs a day uploaded to spotify (laughs) so that's a lot of noise yes you know and so what you're saying is you have to figure out ways to stand out and be better Mm -hmm. than that noise and because at the end of the day if it's not a great song it's going to be hard for an artist to to cut through all that it really is man And, and there's all the tricks of the trade when it comes to production but but ultimately man if that message doesn't like you mentioned hit from a heart to a heart you know, I, I talk about there's head-to-head songs and heart-to-heart songs. You know what I mean? And the head-to-head songs are the ones that 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 you you hear and you're like, okay, that was interesting. But then the heart-to-heart songs are the ones that you can't not listen to. You feel that's a big difference, yeah. So yeah, like memory I don't mess with. Like <laughs> that's what got me is that chorus. It was just it it was said the way that I would want to say it if I was saying that. Like it was just that's I love a huge it. compliment. Yeah, man. It was. <laughs> I called it. <laughs> I said, well, I'm glad you did. I said, Billy, we, this is going to be number one, Billy. <laughs> we need all of the calling it we can get, man, from you. <laughs> I don't have any power, but but I had a feeling. Oh, um, 
I got four questions I want to yeah. ask you. Go ahead. And we'll th we'll pretend it's like the last two, the last let's say the last thirty seconds of a national okay. championship game. So you don't oh, okay. you don't have time to think. Go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me just pull them up here. That's okay. Um, what first song that pops in your head? Okay. Best well-crafted song of all time? Uh, the House That Built Me. Best guilty pleasure song of all time? Ooh. Um, Town After Time. Oh. <laughs> you wouldn't think that, right? Did you know Miles Davis recorded that song? I didn't. <laughs> I got to chase that down now. I did not know With that. John Schofield on guitar. So I'm a little wow. jazz geek. Wow. So. Um, favorite song you've written? That's hard. I know. Uh, probably uh, One Hell of an Amen. Oh, okay. And best advice for an aspiring songwriter? No doesn't mean no. It means not yes yet. Okay. So keep knocking. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Pleasure, buddy. Dude, thank you for yeah. having me, man, as always, brother.